Hey guys, this is uh, Pastor Chris Bell, lead pastor at Three Circle, and you are joining the Three Circle podcast right now. So wherever you are, if you're on a back porch, uh, in a boat, in your car, hanging out, maybe you've got this in the background while you're cooking a meal or whatever it is you're doing, we hope that you are living uh, your fullest life in Jesus Christ and uh, living all of the promises of the gospel. And our hope is, if you visit this podcast, that you'll be blessed by it, enriched by it, and that we will somehow stir your affection for Jesus. That's what we want. We want you to love him more, follow him more. And of course, to do that, our primary uh, content will be from the scriptures, because that is the revelation of God. It's where God tells us who he is and what he's all about and what he wants to do in our lives. And uh, we are right now at Three Circle at all of our campuses. We're in a series on the life of Gideon. Uh, Gideon was one of the judges. And the judges were this this interest. It's a group of people that God raised up as leaders. It's also considered a a time period in the Old Testament. And uh, we're we're looking at Gideon's life not to learn about Gideon primarily, although in a secondary sense we do learn his biography, if you will. But our primary thing we're trying to do, uh, as we always do with all Scripture, all characters in the Bible, is we're learning about God. God is revealing to us Himself through the biography, if you will, of Gideon and the time period that he lived in. And so that's the whole purpose. So uh, the Apostle Paul tells us in the New Testament, the reason we should study the Old Testament is that these stories uh, and these biographies and these narratives, which are true, they're historical events, historical people, they're actually revealing to us things that help us know God more, love God more, follow God more completely, obey God more fully. And so Gideon, in light of that truth, becomes unbelievably valuable, uh, his story and what's going on. So uh, just a quick recap, what we're going to do when we when we come in after a sermon, I don't want to really recap the message. What I would rather do is is jump into the content of, of the weekend messages and grab a little portion of it, if you will, and do what we didn't have time to do in the message on the weekend, and instead spend a little time on a on a smaller element that I think might be helpful to us. That's what we're going to do today. Um, so Gideon is this guy who will end up being quite heroic at some pretty epic moments of his life. But in the beginning where we meet Gideon, where God's going to call him out and raise him up to be a leader for Israel that will help deliver them from this oppression that they're under, from this this tribal local nation known as the Midianites. Um, when we meet Gideon, he is not heroic at all. And so, of course, we can relate to him. But the question that I want you to ponder as you're sitting on the porch doing your thing right now and you're checking in on this podcast, I want you to ask yourself, is there anything in your life that you need to be doing, and you know you need to be doing it, but instead you're you're in some form of what we would call hiding. Because when we find Gideon, that's what he's doing. He is hiding from this nation, these these bullies, if you will, down the block known as the Midianites. The Midianites were very military militaristic. They had new technology. They were using iron weapons and iron chariots, and no one had that technology yet but them and a few other of these nations that were coming against 
God's people Israel, and God's people Israel had gone up into the hill country, and they're trying to farm, they're trying to survive, and and Gideon is a young man in a family that basically is doing what all the other Israelites are doing. They're growing as much grain and wheat as they can, and then they're trying to hide it from the Midianites. Now, here is the problem. They had no reason to hide because God promised them that they would have victory if they would simply step out and obey him. The problem is, and it included Gideon's family, the Israelites had begun to assimilate with these surrounding nations, and they were worshiping false gods, all right? So there was this element of disobedience. Now, I understand if you're listening to this in a modern world, you're like, okay, how does that relate to my life? Well, once again, Gideon, the Bible, we're about to read it, Gideon, when we meet him, instead of trying to change the situation, he's doing what everyone else is doing. He's fully assimilated into what everyone around him is doing. All of the Israelites are worshiping false gods, okay, that these other nations had introduced them to, and and they are hiding instead of fighting. They're, they're not standing for anything. They're just hiding out and surviving. And in fact, let's just go to the scriptures. It's the book of Judges, chapter 6, and it says this. Now, the angel of the Lord, and we, we understand that this is Jesus himself, second member of the Trinity, the eternal Son of God, has visited Gideon. It says, the angel of the Lord came, sat under the terebinth at Oprah. This is verse 11, chapter 6, which belonged to Joash. Joash, by the way, is Gideon's dad. He's an Abizrite. While his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press, and here it is, to hide it from the Midianites. And that's that little piece I just want to pull out today because it really convicts me and inspires me at the same time. Let me tell you why. Well, there's two things happening. Number one, he's beating out wheat, but he's doing it in a wine press. The way you were to handle wheat in that day, this agrarian culture, is you would you know, you didn't have machinery to separate the wheat from the bad stuff that would inevitably be cut down and into the big, you know, thing of wheat when you would harvest it. So you would beat out the wheat. And what that means is you would throw the wheat up in the air. You would do all of these things. It's very demonstrative. You you would do it in an open area to where the wind and breeze can actually help with the process because you're trying to separate the good stuff from the bad. Well, instead of doing it out there, He's hiding. He's in a wine press. That's not where you beat out wheat. That's not where you do that. And the reason he's doing it is he's scared of the Midianites, the bullies on the block that keep taking all the food from the Israelites. But God had commanded Gideon and all of his family and all the people to obey him and fight anyone who came against them. So they're living in direct disobedience. And and Gideon is no better than anyone else. Now, God is going to call him out. In fact, the Bible says that the angel of the Lord said to him, the Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. So God is trying to call out of Gideon what he knows is inside of him. He's saying, stand up, get out of the wine press, stop hiding, and go do what needs to be done. And again, there's a million different directions we could go with this, but we only have so much time. So today, as you dial into this, my challenge for me and you today, whatever you're doing, is to ask yourself introspectively, is there anything in your life that you're kind of dealing with in a wine press when it should be dealt with out front, out of hiding, in obedience to God? And I don't know about you guys, but in a lot of areas of my life, I have, I've been a hider, if you will. And you know, we weren't built to hide. 
the Bible tells us that we should be in community and not loners. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't have any accountability in your life, you don't have anyone that can speak into your life, you don't allow anyone to get close enough, I would say in a sense, you're living life in the wine press when you should be out front, out in the open where you can really do and be what God has called you and created you to be. Uh, I think sometimes we hide addictions. Like you may be joining this podcast right now, and you may have some stuff in your life that you know is a big deal, but man, you are doing your best to keep it hidden because you just don't know what the results would be if you got honest about it and if you actually tried to to end the tyranny of that addiction in your life. I, I would say that nothing good's going to happen with you living in hiding. And that's what God's calling Gideon out. He's like, this is not going to get better. These Midianites are not going to just stop being bullies on their own. And and that whole sweep it under the rug, just act like it's not happening thing, that just doesn't get anything done in our lives. And so we see here a very useful thing that we can see in Gideon's life, and we can apply it to our own lives. What area of my life and yours are we hiding when we should be coming on out and through the open. I would say also there are things that we know we should be doing, taking action on, that we stay passive about that that this applies to as well. Gideon, like the rest of the Israelites, should be coming down out of the hills and confronting the Midianites and telling them don't ever come take our food again. But that's not happening. Uh, because they're scared of them. They're terrified of them. They don't trust God and that lack of trust guess what, has led to complete disobedience. They're worshiping false gods now. Okay, so in your life and mine, let's ask ourselves this question again. Are there things in our life we know we should be doing, we should be stepping into, we should be handling, that instead we're we're just passive? We're in a wine press. We're kind of hoping everything works out. If you're a parent like me, can I just tell you, passive parenting is not biblical parenting. You can't be passive. I have a daughter who just turned 13. I cannot be passive right now. I got to be engaged. I got to know what's up. I got to get involved, man. And you do too. Uh, my marriage, I want to have a great marriage. My wife and I have been married 23 years. And I need to stay in, engaged. I need to be proactive in making sure that my marriage is healthy, that my marriage is thriving. Let me ask you, in those areas of your life that you know they're so very important, are you being proactive or are you, like Gideon, kind of throwing it in neutral, getting in a wide press, kind of hiding out, and and hoping it all works out? And maybe you're listening to this and you know that you've got marriage issues. You know you've got some addiction issues in your life. Maybe you know that things aren't cool with the family, that 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 your kids aren't where they need to be, that the relationships aren't where they need to be. Well. My question to you right now is, what are you going to do about that? When are you going to step out of your proverbial wine press and be who God's called you to be? Because God doesn't change. That's that's another beauty of studying the Old Testament. It's not like we're studying who God used to be. Now, now watch this. That's very important. Because if you read the Old Testament and you say, oh, that's how God used to be, that's wrong. Now, you can look at the historical context and say, oh, that's how the world used to be. 
that's how they used to grow food. That's how they used to do battles. And yes, that's right. The world has changed from the days of Gideon. We don't really use ancient wine presses anymore. We don't really beat the weed out. Now we have combines and and farm and agricultural equipment. You're right. We now have iPhones and technology and medical care. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that's changed. But let me tell you what has not changed. God. God has not changed. He is what we say in theological circles, immutable, meaning that this is the way God talks to us, the same way he talks to Gideon. He calls us out. In fact, in the New Testament, the number one phrase in different forms, but it keeps popping through, just read your whole New Testament, is some form of do not fear. And here he is looking at Gideon, who's hiding, and he's saying, hey, it's time to step up. It's time to do something. It's time for you to step up. And he's going to be one of those famous judges, one of those leaders that God's going to call up and call out to do some great things and lead Israel out. And, and I would just say today, hey, the time of the judges is done. It's That's a time period in historical Israel. That happened a long time ago. But God hasn't changed, and, and human nature hasn't changed. And just like Gideon had a proclivity to hide, guess what Adam and Eve did when they sinned? They went and hid. Guess what King Saul was doing the day they came to coronate him as king? You find him hiding in a, in a closet somewhere because he's scared Fear it has always been a factor for humans, and our fear paralyzes us, and our fear puts us in a wine press, hiding out, even as God is calling us to do what he's called us to do, to be who he's called us to be. So today, I just want to encourage you from the ancient book of Judges and from the ancient character of Gideon, what is it in your life? that you need to get out of the closet, the wine press, the back room, wherever it is you're hiding out, move from the back porch to the front porch, get the transmission of your life out of neutral and put it in drive. What is that that you need to step into today and trust God with? And here's what I want to say to you one last time. Don't let fear paralyze you. Don't let fear stop you from taking that step today. Maybe your step is to call a counselor and say, hey, we need help. Maybe your first step is to talk to your best friend and for the first time let out of the bag what you've been dealing with for a long time. Maybe you're on this call or on this podcast and you're hearing me talk and you realize that you've had a problem with a substance addiction for a long time and you've never told anyone and and you're just hiding. It's not going to get better. Your marriage isn't going to fix itself. Your kid that you hadn't talked to in a in a substantial way in three months, you know, you're just you're just making sure that everything that everyone's alive in the house. But you you know right now in your gut that you've not had a good conversation with that teenager that lives in your house in months. Well, well, what are you going to do about it? Because it's not going to fix itself. You sit in that wine press all you want. The Midianites are going to keep stealing your food. That was Israel's problem. It's our problem. So I've got some things in my life. I'm in the boat with you. If you're a listener today, I'm, I got some things in my life that Gideon is inspiring me to go do, to go handle, to go take care of. Some conversations I got to have, some text I need to send, a cup of coffee or two that I'm going to have with some folks to go, hey, let's get this on the right track. I think that's what we need to do today, and I hope that it inspires you to do the same. And remember, we do none of these things. The gospel is not that we do 
so that God will love us, that we do things so that he will bless us. No, we as Christians operate from the gospel. God told Gideon to do these things because he was with him. And and today we encourage you in the gospel. This is not you performing for the taskmaster of heaven to be pleased with you. My friends, if you are in Christ, the gospel, the gospel is your foundation you're standing on. And so you can go be courageous and you can go take power in your life and you can go have the hard conversations to set relationships straight and you can fight your addictions and, and, and your sinful proclivities. You can do those things because you're working from the gospel. Your greatest battle has already been won. So we encourage you today, step out, let the story of Gideon inspire you. Hey, join us next week too, because we'll be talking about the next installment of the Gideon series. And I promise you, there's going to be something every week that we can dive into that will help you with your life today. All right. Thanks for joining us today on the Three Circle Podcast.